Well, good morning. This is Amy on the Amy Mills Live Show. Thank you so much for joining me. If you are listening to the podcast, thank you so much for downloading. You can download all of our shows on amymillslive.com or you can go to spirit1059.com and also get the shows. But Saturday is the day that we talk about healthy living. It's my day to just do my darndest to get you hooked on healthy. I have a super passion to help people um, get just some revelation and some freedom in this area of their life. Some people have superpowers. I have a super passion for healthy living. And and I think it's because of the way I view it based upon the, the, the fruit of that. Like when I see the fruit of healthy living in someone's life, it's super exciting to me because they're empowered, they're energetic, their mind is clear, they're able to follow their calling, they have enthusiasm, they, um, they're doing, they're putting the right things in their body, they're, they're moving and exercising their body. Listen, God cares so much about our body. It is the thing he gave us to, uh, uh, to, to fulfill our, our mission here on earth. And yes, someday the body will go away. We don't need it. We're not going to need it someday. We'll have new bodies and it'll be a new earth. But for now, it says that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Every time I read that scripture, it kind of just blows my mind. My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And then I read in scripture this week, the kingdom of God is within. The kingdom of God is within this body. And so you start to think about that responsibility. And it's huge. And I just feel like that as people of faith and Christians, that we ought to be walking around uh, with excellence and we ought to be performing with excellence. And to do that, we must marry the um, concept of healthy living into our relational life, our spiritual life, our professional life. We are body, spirit and soul, mind, will, emotions. We are one. And when one of those areas, if you look at that as a wheel And all of those items are on it. When one fails, the others began to suffer. It is impossible. We are one being. And so the the concept of, of bringing healthy living into our spiritual life and really dumping that at the foot of the cross and saying, wow, okay, God, I need your hands on this. You know, maybe today that's why you're failing at it. Maybe it's because you really haven't given God any control in this area of your life. Maybe you're afraid to. Maybe you're afraid God's going to ask you to do something that you don't want to do. Our flesh is so involved in this area of our lives. And that's Christianese. And I try not to use that. But when we talk as Christians about walking in the flesh, that's where we are walking um, with our own willpower instead of walking in the spirit, listening to what the spirit would guide and have us do instead of in our own power saying, you know what? I don't care what the spirit says. I'm going to do this because I want to do it. It feels good. Um, I know it's sin, but I'm still going to do it anyway. There's all these reasons why we allow the flesh to rule. And man, this is hard stuff here to not walk in the flesh because to walk in the spirit takes some obedience to deny the flesh. And there's just not a single one of us that want to do that because we weren't we weren't even made that way. But God gives us free choice. See, that's how we're not robots. And so we got to make the choice to do the right thing. And it is a struggle. And I am so compassionate towards people that struggle in this 
area of their life. It's hard. There are some strongholds. You may have strongholds in your life today when it comes to healthy living. And I was just thinking earlier today about the fact that you, you know, fitness, that's a joke in your world because you, there are other areas of your life that are so messed up, jacked up, out of order, out of balance that you don't have a single ounce of energy left for fitness. And so there you're being robbed. And so we need to turn from trying to get fitness into our life and go fix the stuff that is keeping us from treating our body the way it needs to be treated. Listen, the world deserves the best you. Your kids deserve the best you. Your job, your destiny depends on the best you. And so when are we going to stop? When are we going to stop and take control of this area of our lives? What are we waiting on? What are we waiting on? How long will we wait? One of the scariest things about this whole concept of healthy living, guys, is that it's out of sight, out of mind. The the, the destruction that is happening in our lives um, from from poor nutrition, lack of nutrition, chemicals that are in our body bouncing off our organs because they don't know, they don't recognize it as food. All of these things, we don't see any of that happening. And if you haven't educated yourself to realize that those things are, those destructive things are happening outside, out of mind until, bam, we get the doctor's report. And the other thing that I want to do at the top of this show is to give a disclaimer about things that I get it. There are things that happen to us, to our health that we didn't completely intend. It wasn't our fault. For instance, I had a tumor that grew inside my spinal cord and ruptured and left me in a paraplegic state. So those things happen to us. I get that. But um, I'm ta- you guys know what I'm talking about. Come on now. Let's, let's stop rationalizing. I'm just talking about the walk of healthy living, what we put in our mouth, how we treat our bodies. Um, if you're losing this race... Man, I want to bring some freedom to you today. I want to give you some thoughts and some tangible ideas of how you can get yourself on track, maybe once and for all, once and for all. Some of you have been struggling for a long time. So let me go to break. And when I come back, um, I'll try to bring some some information from a nutrition workshop that I used to teach that's going to help bring some freedom to you in this area of your life. This is Amy on the Amy Mills Live Show. Welcome back. This is Amy, and we are talking about all things healthy this morning. I'm trying my darndest to get you hooked on healthy for the rest of your life. Listen, I had a little slogan in a, in a class I used to teach. You've got to do it for life, for life. Do you get it? You got to do it for life, for life. It's not... Oh, my gracious. It's not about a one-time wonder. It's not. It's not about reaching... Um, a, a weight goal or a fitness goal, and then you can move on with the rest of your life. This is for life, for life. You want life. You want to live a John 10, 10 life to the fullest. And if, if we have other things in our life that are keeping us from giving this area attention, then we got to go straighten that out. We got to walk away and we've got to go straighten that out. Amen. We got to grow up and we have got to be Christians that um, walk the walk and talk the talk. And I am preaching to myself right now. I am speaking to myself. Right. I mean, I have the same struggles as you do 
of getting out of my flesh and letting the spirit lead me instead of what my flesh wants to do that thinks it's more comfortable at the moment. It's just like the story of Esau and Jacob. And just bear with me here. I want to make a real quick comparison. And I know it's a stretch, but it's kind of, let's think of it as a parable. Okay. I'm I'm using it like Jesus would use it. (laughs) It's not exactly the same, but he's making a good point. And it's where um, the the birthright gets uh, sold for a pot of stew. Right. So let me just read it to you um, real quick. So so um, Esau sells his birthright for a pot of stew. And then he comes back later and he wants it back, realizing the price um, that he just paid for the trade off he just made. And at the t- and it was too late. The damage was done. We trade our right to live for food. It's not even food. We need to come up. We need to come up with a new name for food. That's not food. I call it trash in my house, and my daughter knows. It's, if it's not real food, then I'm, t- I'm telling her she's, she's putting trash in her body. So it's either trash or food in our house. But it says the boys grew up, and, and once uh, Jacob was cooking some stew, Esau came in from the open country. He was famished, right? So his flesh is screaming. He's starving to death. He's been working all day, and he's like, quick, let me have some of that red stew. I'm famished. Jacob says, well, first, sell me your birthright. So Jacob took advantage of him, seeing um, how desperate he was. That's what the enemy does to you. He sees your flesh. He sees your desperation. He's like, well, okay, first, sell me your birthright. He says, look, I'm about to die, Esau. Um, Esau says, what good is a birthright to me anyway? So now he's going, look, I'm so hungry, I'm going to die. So you know what? I don't even care. You can have my birthright because I'm not even going to live. And he, but Jacob said, swear to me first. So he swore. He sold his birthright. He got some bread. He ate that lentil stew. He ate and he drank and he got up. He lost his birthright. We do the very same thing. And what's happening inside your body is out of sight, out of mind until it's too late. So we get the doctor's report, and then we are start to have to backpedal. And now we're on our knees asking God for a miracle. And the Lord can use this as your testimony. But we have got to turn this area over to him. If the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. God has set you free. We've got to take the necessary steps. It takes action on our part. Ask God. This question, if you're struggling with this battle, if you're losing the healthy living battle, ask God, what is keeping me in bondage? What, God, is it? What is keeping me from winning this battle? And then stop and listen and get your journal out and start writing. I mean, this is something you really, how bad do you want this? How bad do you want it? You got to ask yourself that. How bad do you want freedom? I ask that all the time when I'm talking about sold out ministries. How bad do you want it? Because I got to the point in my life where I wanted it so bad that I did not care. It was like, whatever, whatever, whatever it takes, I'm there. And I turned And I looked a different direction and I began to do my life differently and step by step, not overnight, but step by step, my life transformed. So that's exactly what's going to happen for you. And let's get rid of the condemnation, please. Freedom from condemnation is one of the major doorways to all other blessings of God. The condemning that you have done in your life about this is doing nothing but keeping you separated from the voice of God to tell you how to get out of it. Amen. Does that make sense? We want to be free 
to be led by the Holy Spirit. We don't want to be disqualified in this race of life, unfit for service. You know, we got to do what Paul does. We must do what Paul did to be fit for service to the Lord and his kingdom. We must exercise restraint and self-control. We have to discipline our bodies. He says, I buffet my body and make it my slave. I will be mastered by nothing. You govern the body. The body does not govern you. It's like you control your thoughts. Your thoughts do not control you. We've got to stand up on our feet and take righteous control of what God has given us control over. It's worth it. And the Lord will stand there with you as you fight. You know, all through the Bible, it says God will go before you. He will be behind you. He will be he will he will march out in front of you. He will be your rear guard. He will cover you on all sides. When you sincerely reach out to God in this area of your life, you are going to start to get wisdom from on high of what is keeping you back. God will lead you out of the desert in this area of your life. We think about all these other areas of our life that we need to be led out of the desert. This is one of them. He cares. If you cannot get this part of your life straight, then there's a lot of other areas in life that aren't going to get straight. And I want to go to break with this comment. This problem, we want to we want to blame on the enemy. But listen, honestly, this area of our life is out of a lack of discipline and living in the flesh. And if we want to walk in victory in this area, we are going to have to get on our knees and begin to get balanced and get real with ourselves and not be deceived any longer but what the real issue is. The Bible says the one who sows to please his sinful nature from that nature will reap destruction. And the one who sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. Let's go to break. We'll be right back. It's Amy on the Amy Mills Live Show. Welcome back. I am talking about healthy living this morning and Um, I was just thinking about at break in my life when I was going through this journey of healthy living and really trying to get uh, my body and my mind in the right place. And um, I wrote here, impulses obeyed over and over become a compulsion. And the definition of compulsion is an irresistible urge or a state of forcefulness. And I remember we used to talk about in that class about cravings. We have all these cravings and we just can't control ourselves. And um, I want to, in another series, I'll talk about cravings because a lot of times we crave the very thing that's destroying us. And it it, it is a, it's a thing. Okay. It is a thing to have your taste buds retrained and, and have your body began to switch gears of what it craves and what it doesn't and what it likes and what it doesn't. But we just kind of made this mantra, um, of saying, you know, um, no, thank you. I'm not craving that today, knowing that craving means control. So what we're saying in our mind is, you know what? No, thanks. That's not controlling me today, right? Hey, there's donuts in the break room. No, thanks. I'm not craving those today. And you're thinking in your mind, I'm not controlled by donut. I'm not controlled by whatever it is. Like you're, tr- you're on a path. You're on a path, especially if you have um, began to discipline yourself. I used to have the 90%, 10% rule in the class. 90% of what you put in your body and what you do needs to be purposeful, and it needs to be whole foods, and it needs to be what God made and intended to go in our bodies. The other 10% will find you. 
Okay, you don't even have to look for it. All right, there's going to be donuts in the break room. There's going to be a birthday party where you have ice cream. You know, there's going to be these times where you just want some French fries. But if you could just stick to the ninety ten rule, I love that because there's some freedom in that. Amen. But 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 here's the key: it only works. It only works if you don't look for the ten percent. The 10% will find you. Like, that's so simple, and it's so true. Now, if you go try to put, if you say, well, I get 10%, well, I get 10%, what happens is eventually your 10% now just grew to 15, 20, 25% of what you're doing, right? Because you added a little in there because you knew you had the 10%, and then the 10% is going to find you anyway, okay? Is that making sense to anybody? I think that's just a great little you know, visual to have. It's the 90-10 rule. The other real rule we used to have was the uh, good, better, best. Because, listen, we're looking to everybody else and what they're doing and how they're losing weight and, you know, what crazy diet plan are they on? I will tell you, I know a lot of people that have tried to stay on a diet all their lives, and that is complete bondage. And I don't think that is how God intended us to live at all. He has given us amazing ways to enjoy food, cooking, and and bringing the family around food. And, um, you know, it's, it's a, I mean, breaking bread together. My gracious, how important that was in the Bible. And so God is not, you know, it, it, that's not, we're not supposed to be on a diet all the time. So we got to figure this out. This is about balance and it's about maturity and it's about figuring, taking time to figure it out and also asking the Lord why you're failing in this area. You know, I remember the, the, the uh, show, The Biggest Loser, and I love that show. And I loved it because I just got so fired up about watching these people get this transformed life and they began to gain freedom. And um, what I remember, though, and I almost could just predict it every single show, the real breakthrough with this competition came when they went and dealt with another broken part of their life. And when they dealt with that broken part of their life that had nothing to do with health and fitness and food, all of a sudden, they began to be able to, I don't want to say easily, but I will say much more easily, began to do the right things for their fitness and for their food. And so ask yourself, what is broken that needs to get fixed that would inspire my desire for the good things, Lord, that you have for me? Ask yourself that. I thought I would spend a lot of time today, which I'm not going to get to, back in this book that um, Patrick uh, Quillen wrote. He is a PhD, an RD, and a CNS. He is a nutritionalist. He's a cancer research guy, and I'm so fascinated by what his findings are and his writings and his intelligence about our body and about how... um, they are, they are finding ways to cure cancer through nutrition. So how much more can we, as, as people that don't have cancer, how much more can we prevent so many diseases and infections and conditions from happening in our life? Back to the bigger, biggest loser story, the National Institute of Health said that endorphins, uh, they, they list some other um, chemicals, but, but healthy endorphins and other chemicals in the brain can actually influence disease. He says, in my years of experience, about 90% of my cancer patients I deal with have encountered a major traumatic event one to two years prior. He goes on to say 
that um, the way they their mental attitude, the um, way they looked at stuff, the way they treated themselves mentally, spiritually, emotionally, actually endorphins improve the production of T cells, which improve the effectiveness of the immune system. So there's actually a God given process that happens in our bodies when we began to do what the Bible tells us to do um, to renew our minds on a daily basis to taste and see that the Lord is good. There are so many of these things that actually affect whether we are um, disease ridden or whether we can heal from disease easier than maybe if we couldn't. God has put things in our body to battle the processes that are going on because there's some things we can't avoid. I mean, if I don't care how healthy I'm living, I'm still um, being bombarded by toxins all over the place, in the air, in the water, in the cleaning supplies, uh, in my house. So still there are there are things. And so God has put these things in our body, endorphins, chemicals, many other complicated terms to help offset what might come at us to help keep us healthy. Guys, there's this is endless. This topic is endless, but I have to go. I hope that you can think about some of these um, questions and some of these um, statements that I have made today and let it bring life to you. No condemnation, no judgment, because that will steal the blessing of God on your life. Until next weekend, this is Amy on the Amy Mills Live Show. Right about now. Ooh.